0: The goal of Facebook and Apple, who who runs the biggest podcast platform in the world, iTunes. If if the goal is to, as the New York Times said, s- tackle the spread of misinformation by getting Alex Jones off there, boy, I, you be, you're just you're barely scratching the surface. If you think misinformation in social media is a problem, you got a all day sucker ahead of you. Oh boy, yeah. I heard uh, Morning Joe Scarborough the day say. Twitter standing by Alex Jones is allowing the spread of lies and and uh and conspiracies on social media oh boy. once again you're gonna try to get rid of lies and conspiracies theories on uh social media you got a long day ahead of you, or is there like a threshold point I mean are there do you reach a point like Alex Jones where they're so out there i don't I don't know how you're gonna do this, but Twitter. Unlike Facebook, Google, and other platforms, uh, standing by Alex Jones, uh, standing by their principles—better put, yeah—they're not. I am sure they're saying a I would huge choose. difference. Well, you don't have to; you, you don't need to be into Alex Jones at all. We're just, you, the discussion needs to be focused on: Are you going to let pretty much anything be said on your platform, or are you going to pick and choose?
1: Right, and I find myself wondering what percentage of the frogs in various counties have both sets of genitals. That's what I wonder. Is that a problem? Is oh, that an it's issue? A, it's a huge issue based
0: on what I've heard. Two thirds of the frogs down in Houston are bisexual. So you're saying sixty seven percent?
2: Bisexuals yeah, don't I'm have sorry. two sets of gender. Yeah, they're not
1: <laughs> hermaphrodite. I'd forgotten the particulars of it. I just knew the frogs are funky. I'm they're just funky, funky frogs. I'm just
0: whatever leaps onto my lily pad, I'm going there. That's what I am. <laughs> huh? I'm trisexual. Oh, I'll try mind. it with any frog that comes by. Wow. <laughs> hey, I caught a couple mosquitoes. You want one? <laughs> You're looking good. <laughs> <laughs> you a toad or a frog? Well, she was a toad. <laughs> wow. Um. Oh boy. <laughs> so this is degenerated. Try, yeah. Oh yes, it has. <laughs> <laughs> so we're trying to talk about the First Amendment, and damn it, where, where do I take it? Um. So Jack, anyway, oh and two. Right. Jack Dorsey runs Twitter. He was on Hannity last night and talking about a variety of stuff.
2: We do not shadow ban according to political ideology or viewpoint or content, period. Uh, we, every, every model that we have on the network, uh, is really looking at the behaviors on the network. Uh, we take those behaviors as signals. And I do want to point out that these signals evolve, uh, minute, like minute by minute, hourly by hourly. These are not scarlet permanent letters that people then take on as a badge and will never be ranked high in search or not allowed to trend or ranked high in conversation. So these are models that are looking at behaviors and behaviors of bad faith actors who intend to manipulate, distract, divide uh, a conversation um, or to unfairly amplify their content, which they didn't earn. So those are the signals that factor in. Uh, and and we do rank uh, search, we do rank trends, and we do rank conversations accordingly. That does not affect one's timeline. If you follow someone on Twitter, you're going to see them in your timeline. Now, we do uh, rank the timeline for relevance, so it might take some scrolling to see everything. But you can also turn that ranking off in the settings, so you can see everything in recency order.
0: So Do you ask the question, uh, do you allow Al-Qaeda to have a Facebook page? Well, my my first response is, of course, you wouldn't. But but where do you draw the line? I I don't know. That, it gets really complicated. Um, would it be because anybody who advocates violence is clearly off? Would that be an easy enough standard to hold to? Uh, but if you don't advocate uh, easy, violence, uh, not easy, but easy enough. But if you don't advocate violence, pretty much anything goes. I mean, I was just listening to him there. If you, if you are, uh, if you, if you are spewing misinformation or whatever he has said, uh, untruths, things. uh, Okay, Washington Post puts out a story about how uh, the chief of staff Kelly is going to resign based on anonymous sources. Right, over and over again, they're bogus. Right, Um, they're designed to hurt the Trump administration. That's allowed. It's allowed on the front page of the Washington Post. I would want it allowed on Facebook and Twitter, but how is that different from some of the other stuff that happens?
1: Right, right. A lot of it's in the eye of the beholder. Uh, I, I've been, I'm trying to figure out how best to structure this argument because I've been reading a bunch of different arguments and points of view. Conservatives who say, yeah, they should boot Alex Jones and, and liberals who say in a corporatist system of government, corporate censorship is state censorship. Uh, which I found an interesting point of view. So Maybe I'll share a little more with
0: the, of that with you. So those would be liberals that want to have Alex Jones get to stay on the on the pages and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. But again,
1: and here I am throwing around labels when I'm the first guy to say labels are for soup cans and and you know
0: they're decreasingly useful. Um, That's where I would be. I think I'm a liberal when it comes to free speech, and I just want it all out there. Classical liberal. I'm not worried about Alex Jones catching on and his opinions ruining America. Not really. Uh, I I am also perfectly fine, though, with Facebook doing whatever it wants. Uh, I'm not
1: ready to buy the it's so omnipresent There's a reason we the people can step in and tell it how to run its platform with the force of law. I'm not I don't buy
0: that. How about are they a publishing company to the point that if somebody says if if they they in effect print something somebody's tweet that says something about you that's just not true. You can sue the publication for having that in their publication. That
1: is a much more interesting and subtle question. Um, I don't have a ready answer for you on that.
0: My, that my, would end Twitter and Facebook, by the way, if you could, because then what are they going to do? Right. Well, they, my ready answer is trackable. My ready answer is no, it's a bulletin board. And
1: you can post anything you want on the bulletin board. And the guy who put the cork to the wood frame is not responsible for it. Now, I know the flaws to that argument. Well, they're editing. They're amplifying. they're They're promoting lists. They're. You know massaging content, et cetera et cetera they 're not just a bulletin board, but I just you got to be so careful. We have this desire in you know on really on both sides politically, more left and right, I think, but only barely um we have this desire to solve every problem, some problems just need to exist because every attempt to solve them will cause more damage than it uh, ameliorates. And this is a good one. There are all sorts of flaws with letting Facebook do anything, post anything. There are a lot of flaws with them deciding what not to post.
0: I think there are more flaws with the uh, latter than the former. Yeah, I just,
1: uh, uh, here's, I'm perfectly comfortable with Facebook as a private entity deciding what they want on there and what they don't. And then when I catch them banning conservatives just because they don't like conservatism, and not banning horrific stuff on the left just because they're kind of sympathetic to it and their young techies who run the place, they, they don't see it as objectionable. I, I want to bitch about it, and I want to call them on it, and I want to uh, expose their hypocrisy, and I want public pressure to make them change. I'm fine with that transaction. I don't, I don't need laws. I don't want laws. This is kind of a tangent. You in the mood for a tangent? I mean, it's a relevant tangent.
2: One
0: thing, this isn't a tangent. Apple removed five of the six InfoWars podcasts on Monday. Now, did those five say something in particular that crossed the line, and then the other one didn't? Is that what happened there? Or did they just not get around to that sixth one? (laughs) seems to me it's got to be the former, right? I don't know. Um...
1: This is great. Uh, this is a note from. Uh, I always got to check to see. If you ever want to be anonymous, anonymous, m- make that the first thing you say, okay? Because we've never gotten a source in trouble uh, on the show, and I never want to. Hi,
0: this is Bill. My uh, boss uh, Jim is cheating with his wife Linda. Cheating <laughs> on his wife, God's Linda. For God's
1: sake, don't use my name. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> so, listen. This is a nice note from uh, Michael. Cheating with your wife is perfectly okay. Right. Right. It's a. It's, it's a, a role playing. Yes. Uh, now listen, boys. You're a saucy little wench.
0: Oh, I say.
1: Wow, she's southern in this? I like For that. For some reason. I don't think Judy does accents very well. <laughs> Maybe there are classes. Would you
0: like some sex, governor? Well, that's not sexy. <laughs>
1: wow. wow. That's turning me off. I caught you trying to describe the Facebook dilemma, and I thought I could be of assistance. As the owner of a couple of small tech companies and someone who's never had a Facebook account, I think I can objectively view this issue from 30,000 feet. When Facebook started out, they were a social media platform. The original understanding was that they would allow you to post whatever information you wanted with no interference. They promised that they wouldn't collect your data.
0: Oh, as they con- Lying bastards.
1: That was just an out-and-out out lie, right? Well, maybe they changed their minds. <laughs> as they continued to amass more and more information and sell it to advertisers and anyone else who would pay for it, they started to become a data mining company. Now they suppress certain news, material, and speech without clearly defining the rules, saying that they are trying to avoid harm to the public. Had they remained a social platform, Facebook could not have been held liable for defamatory posts made by others in the same way that AT&T isn't answerable for people who say something defamatory on their phone lines. It's as if the phone company suddenly decided what you can say and can't say on the phone. This puts them more in line with the New York Times than AT&T.
0: Uh, myself yes the legal principle i heard explained by a lawyer this morning gets to a, a a supreme court case i guess it's like the mail the 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 us post office is not responsible for what's in a letter so it could be right. a death threat or whatever mm-hmm. they just carried the information to you that's what facebook and twitter were are were or are hoping to be they're just carrying the information to you they're not responsible for it
1: but they want it both ways Right as Michael points out by self-selecting the content they're acting more like a media outlet without having to follow the rules that a publisher has to follow when caught they blame this behavior on their algorithms as if this these had been created wholly by artificial intelligence rather (laughs) than their own coders it's time for Facebook to decide what it wants to be and stop enjoying the benefits of both
0: I like when you use verbal italics algorithms
1: I was totally unaware of you guys. He writes until 2002, driving my son to early morning water practice. That's water polo, practice.
0: sixteen years ago,
1: like a laboratory crack monkey. I've been listening ever since. Well, press the button, monkey. Press it. <laughs> Get your crack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, this this is. Uh, this Would is you a- like a roll, governor? All right. Stop it. Um, we've been talking about this for a very long time. The courts are so challenged by by the fact that all the definitions are changing all the definitions that go back many many generations in court cases involving you know a defamatory speech and publishing and the rest of it what what are these things nobody knows anymore nobody really can know anymore i think because the minute we
0: figure it out it'll change if you start editing what's on there then haven't you crossed the line into your publishing and if you're publishing then you can't allow uh, uh, uh false things to be published about people i don't know is the answer to your question i don't know neither does anyone. but the answer know. is not clearly no right and <sighs> policing policing all the posts obviously is undoable for Facebook and Twitter there's just too many of them so it'd be impossible for them to 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 catch that you know uh, some guy that hates me for some reason uh, says I'm a pedophile and then I try to sue him, and then they're resp- I sue Twitter for letting him post that. Right. I mean, there'd just be no way they can police all that.
1: And let's add in the fact that not only are the uh, tech giants ideologically blinded, but they are often super, super stupid in what they do. A great example coming up in a moment or two. In the words of Roger Waters of Pink Floyd, you're nearly a laugh, but you're really a cry. This one is just so dumb.
0: Hashtag Oscars so dumb. Hmm. I'm bowing out this year I'm not watching You actually won't watch Nope Won't talk Uh, about it either Wow Eh, You heard me You know it's going to be The biggest story in America The next day I'm making a principled stand
1: You turn yours in at the door If you want (laughs) Slut Wow So I'm just role playing now
0: Over the All important (laughs) issue Of whether or not You watch the Oscars You're a nasty little
1: slut Aren't you Huh? Watching the Oscars To talk about it The next day Naughty Uh,
0: Got an art Art exhibit featuring Stormy Daniels. Stay tuned for that. That's not a pathetic ploy to get attention as opposed to art at all. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty show.
3: Armstrong and Getty.
1: The conscience of the nation.
4: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: So Alex Jones is our example in uh, the United States right now for who gets banned for what, and is that a good idea? But it's been happening around the world, as is pointed out by the New York Times. Before Alex Jones, there was Amath Wirasgingi, or however you pronounce it, the Sri Lankan extremist. I doubt it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> the Sri Lankan extremist who used Facebook as his personal broadcast station, he leveraged Facebook's news feed to spread paranoia and hatred of the country's Muslim minority, enjoyed near-total freedom on Facebook, despite repeated pleas from activists to take him down, until his arrest on charges of inciting a riot that killed one Muslim left many more homeless. Before that guy, there was Ashin Wirathu, the Myanmar extremists, whose hoaxes incited riots in 2014. Mm, Yeah, I remember that. That Uh, was ugly. And he contributed uh, recently to a wave of Facebook-based rumors and hate speech that inspired violence against uh, the minority community. There are examples of this all over the world. Facebook's got a... uh, They're in a pickle. Yeah, yeah. And... uh,
1: well, and they're being asked to solve a near right. unsolvable riddle right. as well. I mean, I've got a, for instance, here, the one I teased about an absolutely idiotic uh, bit of censorship.
0: If Zuckerberg um, wants to be honest about it, I, I think he would say, look, I just want to make money off of this. I, I just want I, I to go. I'm not in favor of any of this stuff. I just, how am I supposed to fix the world's problems?
1: Yeah, yeah. There are plenty of ex- examples of people making absolutely undeniably legitimate points about the nature of political Islam and the threats to the West, et cetera, et cetera. Um, that have been uh, banned or censored for hate speech when it, uh, uh, from a political science perspective, it you can't justify, cannot justify banning it. Um, so that's tough. Meanwhile, you know, in various countries that Jack mentioned, there's absolutely horrifying violence going on toward the Muslim minorities, which is likewise unjustifiable. So just, I want to just tip my cap to this argument by one Caitlin Johnstone at Medium.com Her article is uh, is entitled, In a Corporatist System of Government, Corporate Censorship is State Censorship. Um, and, and it's funny. She says, I'm about to talk about the censorship of Alex Jones in Infowars now, so let me get the blah, blah, I don't like Alex Jones thing out of the way so that my social media notifications aren't inundated with people saying, Caitlin didn't say the blah, blah, I don't like Alex Jones thing. Yeah. Wow, that's really written. I already yeah. like you. Yeah. I don't care what your arguments are. Well, and that's true, too. Um, Just, oh god I shouldn't have to because this isn't al- about Alex Jones, but Correct. here it is. I don't like Alex Jones. <laughs> she does a paragraph, et cetera, et cetera. That's beautifully written Um, But the long and short of her point is In a corporatist system of government Wherein there is no meaningful separation Between corporate power and state power Corporate censorship is state censorship because legalized bribery in the form of corporate lobbying and campaign donations has given wealthy Americans the ability to control the U.S. government's policy and behavior. While ordinary Americans have no effective influence whatsoever, the U.S. unquestionably has a corporatist system of government. I think she overstates her case and understates the power of the people. Um But I get her point, which is why those of us who swing the way I do want less government, less power, less crony capitalism. You can bribe a government all day long, but if they don't have the power to do what you want them to do, you've wasted your money. The mistake is empowering big government because then they can execute the wishes of those who would bribe.
0: Right. Well, yeah, is her argument that um, if Zuckerberg stays on the right side of the government, they leave him alone. Right, and so maybe staying on the right side of government is him censoring various things, and so in a sense, the government is censoring.
1: Right, and so this is a First Amendment issue: what Facebook does and doesn't do, because the corporation is the government, and the government is the corporation. I think she overstates her case, but I think it's an interesting point. If it's ever
0: true, it'd be true with the government and Facebook, because Facebook is so omnipresent and the platform. Right. And the go- and he and Zuckerberg is so right now just trying to get the government off his back and not regulate him.
1: So real quick example because I promised you, uh, congressional candidate Elizabeth Heng, who I believe is in the San Francisco Bay Area, uh, says Facebook rejected her campaign video um, about the quote communist crimes that led her family to flee Cambodia for the U.S. You familiar with Cambodia in the seventies? Many, many how many people? died, did they think? It's in the millions, right? Um, absolutely horrific, torture, death, uh, just, just the nightmares. I remember as a kid reading about it and it disturbed me greatly. I was a weird little kid. I read about that sort of thing. But anyway, they say Facebook apparently deemed it shocking, disrespectful, or sensational content and uh, and censored it. Then uh, Ms. Hang had to uh, come back and say, the images in the video are not pleasant they aren't meant to be, but this is my family's story and I deserve to be able to tell it. Uh, blah, blah, blah. My parents did not have the luxury of blocking the horrific content from the reality of their lives during the rise of communism in Cambodia. Why does Facebook feel they have the right to censor that content in the land of free speech?
0: Well, it'd be an algorithm picking up on a violent image if they're not thinking it through because no, there aren't enough human beings to police all the content. And I don't think computers are smart enough to do it. No. Clearly not. What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, what powerful Republican Devin
3: Nunez said at a private fundraiser is raising some eyebrows. Why? One... I don't get it. All right, we'll talk about that coming up. Online daters' biggest mistake, Lance Bass not done with the Brady
0: house. <laughs> All right, on the Armstrong and Getty show. Hiring a lot more bomb-sniffing dogs, and uh, they're going to come up with some sort of plan in the, the the biggest airports. If the dog sniffs you and you're okay, you go into a different, faster line. And there's also some new 3D imaging something or other that uh, you might be able to leave your shoes on and have leave the liquids in your bags.
1: Mm. So that would be cool, too. Well, I'm already a trusted traveler, Jack. I get that special treatment, which I deserve. (laughs) A couple of of very quick notes. The uh, the young woman who I uh, quoted before about corporatism, etc., etc., one, uh, what's her name, Uh, Caitlin Johnstone, is also a, a way lefty who is afraid that before long they might ban Antifa. From Facebook. She's concerned about that. Yeah, who specifically advocate violence. I, so, again, yeah. uh, I like uh, tossing around ideas here, but I have a feeling she and I would agree on virtually I don't even nothing. Think,
0: I don't even think I want Antifa banned, and they do advocate violence. I I think them being out there saying their stuff is, is okay. I think we can deal with it.
1: Best disinfectant being sunlight, that sort of thing?
0: Well, I had this quote the other day, but something to do with one uh, one to know one. objectionable talk meeting uh, the ability for people to combat it with reason is okay. And as long as we have the ability to have a conversation about it, we'll win. Right. It makes
1: it easier to call them out if what they're doing is in public.
0: Anyway, let's get to the news now with Marsha
3: Phillips. Well, Congressman Devin Nunes says that Republicans are the safeguards against President Trump being impeached by the House. Nunes chairs the House Intelligence Committee and was uh, reportedly making that claim at a private fundraiser. Now, let
0: rec- no, 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 me lead with the, this so you can yeah. get all excited. This uh, this uh, debuted on the Rachel Maddow show. Yes. This is seen as a leak, an inside leak of a private conversation yes. with Devin Nunez. So you're about to hear some shocking stuff revealed.
3: On the recording, you can hear Nunez say if uh, Sessions won't recuse and Mueller won't clear the president, Republican House members are the only ones left. We have to keep the
0: majority. If we do not keep the majority... All of
3: this goes away. All of this goes away. Democrats think they got a good chance of regaining control of the House in uh, November's midterm elections.
0: So somebody needs to point out to me the shocking secret stuff that went on there. Isn't that what everybody's been saying out loud I'm for quite mystified. some time? Yeah. During... I-, I see Nunez interviewed on cable news shows all the time. He says that out loud. Yeah, we got to keep the majority. If we don't keep yeah. the House, the Democrats will impeach him. So, yeah. That, that's what he believes, and he believes it is a, a a witch hunt and unfair, which he has said out loud. Also, so I am not exactly sure where the scandal is in this
3: going on in this report. It says during the discussion, Nunes says the House has not moved to impeach the Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein because it would slow down the Senate confirmation of the Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh. The
0: Senate would have to start. The Senate would have to drop everything they're doing and start to start with impeachment on Rosenstein. And then you
2: take the risk of not getting not
3: getting camera, uh Now some House Republicans are angry at Rosenstein over his handling of the Russian investigation. They've also accused him of not fully complying with congressional requests for documents. So those are the highlights from wow. the secret tape. Once
1: again, Devin Nunez
0: uh, caught saying out loud that which is patently obvious. And he says on record. Right. Yeah. So I'm not exactly sure what the excitement is. What are you trying
1: to do, my- this is the
0: liberal media? trying to inflate a non-story into something you know what i think it is though i think it's like you were talking earlier off yeah. the air about how when you get these paparazzi photos like of a celebrity walking right. to the grocery store or something like that yeah and they happen to be perfectly made up and perfectly <laughs> lit but that hmm. aside i think a lot of times the uh the excitement is the idea that this was leaked or right off oh, yeah, the record right. or okay that or paparazzi thing. thing yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think maybe that's where the excitement comes and from. And did, uh, did
3: you happen to catch Ra- Rachel Maddow's presentation of all this? Breathless lead up uh, talking about the contortions that Nunes has well, gone just in through case to I'm protect the it. president.
0: Oh, okay. You well, know? I think he's done that in the open, though, hasn't yeah. he? <laughs> Yeah, but all sides, broke. Yeah, but now he does it in secret, yeah. too. Oh, right. okay.
3: <laughs> yeah, but you've got both liberal and conservative media reporting on this all as right. if it's a major, major story. Yeah. Coming up, grandmother shoots
1: masturbating bike riding burglar. Talk about multitasking.
0: <laughs> Was he juggling also?
3: <laughs> all right, my friends. Online daters are pursuing people who are more desirable than they are. That is the biggest mistake online daters can make. New study out in the journal Science Advances shows people who use online dating are going after a person who is at least 25% more desirable than they are. Study also found the higher up a user reaches, the longer their messages tend to be.
1: Everybody wants to go up a weight class. It's the opposite of boxing. Well, I guess if the money's better, but uh, yeah, everybody wants that.
3: On average, if a man uh, messaged a woman higher up in the ladder, they could expect a response in only one out of every five messages they might send.
0: See, I actually believe there's been a change in society where people think they should do better than they can. Maybe partly because of the weird selfie thing. And I don't know why that happened, but I think a lot of people not being in relationships is everybody thinks they can do better than they can, and it didn't used to be that much... Uh, that common. Do you have any idea why well, that would be? I'm thinking the selfie thing is a factor and
1: not just I mean the the retouch selfie phenomenon just makes my case completely. There's no arguing with it. But even before that, anybody who's good at taking selfies takes several and all and gets the right angle on the lighting and tucks their chin and the rest of it and they get good at it and they start to think, ah, this is what I look like. <laughs> right. The ideal angle and lighting having taken six pictures and so they start to think, well, so, uh, yeah, that's my
0: weight class right up there. And they delude themselves. That could be some of it. I also think some of it is, uh, and this is, this is unfortunate. Yeah. I think there's people, it's either real or people perceive a pressure from their peer group. Oh, yes. That they're going to get judged you're going out with her. You're going out with him. Yeah, and they—they're not coming, even though they might want to. Yeah, might be perfectly happy with that. They're feeling pressure. Sean, you're, you're—you're you're the only single one speaking. I—I <laughs> I blame the self-esteem movement. Everybody thinks they're fantastic. Nobody <laughs> That's actually. That's nobody, nobody. Nobody right. is honest with themselves and says I'm a seven. Right. Everybody. Th- they don't think they're reaching up. They think they're reaching right? across. You know what yes. we yeah. need yeah. an algorithm. Right. What we Good need one. an
1: algorithm right. for is to rate you. You know, send it I'll do in, it. Send, <laughs> no, you're not an algorithm. I mean, have a bunch of pictures. you got to submit a bunch of pictures. And then you get rated a 7.3. And then they will group you with 6.8 to 7.9s or whatever is decided. Right, and then man. you go there and everybody's happy. I think and by we- the way, you, maybe you end up with somebody kind, generous, loving, and good in the sack. And you'll have a happy life. How do right. they shut
0: down the gram, though? Um, That was really interesting So Marshall was talking about Everybody reaches up 25% right, But right. as you Sean said And I think you're right They don't feel no, like They're right. reaching up They're reaching across no, hey, This somebody, is me This yeah. is my yeah. wheelhouse wow, Because man. of what I said that I'm telling you That is really interesting
1: One last note Lance Bass I did that once in my life By the way There was this girl She was really sweet And really liked me And I, I was vain about it I thought no oh. No nah, I can do better And uh, I felt bad Because she was such a nice person Yeah <sighs>
0: Well, you've been married for many years happily. I mean, nah, say I
1: Still, I really ought to apologize to her. I ought to stalk her on Facebook. Well, wow, so you're going to find this, her.
0: So this would make her life better. Yes. Yeah. The guy who wouldn't go out with her right. 35 years ago calls her up and yes. says, I should have gone out with you. I didn't because I didn't think you were good looking enough. Exactly. And that's going to make her it's, day better. It's time for honesty.
3: Go for it, Joe. Oh, oh God. Oh,
0: You'll brighten geez. her day with that nugget. <laughs> and,
3: yeah, <laughs> Finally, Lance Bass oh, God. might have lost that bidding war with HGTV over the Brady Bunch house, but he's still got a shot to be part of the iconic property's future. TMZ oh, is good.
1: The... <laughs> Says anybody who gives a crap.
3: TMZ has learned sources close to the situation. Tell us, HGTV Brass privately reached out to the NSYNC singer after he publicly reacted to news the network was the mysterious corporate buyer that beat him out in what he initially called a shady deal. We're told HGTV and Lance scheduled a meet next week to discuss getting him involved in the network future plans okay. with the house. I'm starting, oh, to God, see,
0: Marshall. starting to see everybody work together here for a bunch of publicity here. How are you using your dramatic voice for any of that? <laughs> why, why is this story being aired? Yeah. Oh. So, uh, back to our other story. I, yes. I am positive. I suspect in a couple of instances, but I know in one instance that I think a girl was perfectly happy with me in our relationship, but she didn't think, she thought she was going beneath her uh, her weight class. Oh boy. And uh, either her getting pressure from friends or just was uncomfortable mm-hmm. with that. I was the person you were talking about. Yeah. I, yeah. I know that in one case. Actually, I had one girlfriend, yeah. and we we dated for a long time, but she said her best friend told her, you're going out with him. You can do better than that. Oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> Alright, that, that's a wrap. That's... You should never say that to your friend anyway. <laughs> Under any circumstances, should you? Um, but, um, that's a
1: tough one. In a, in a case where maybe there's, like, a psychological or physical abuse or no, something like that? No, based
0: on looks. Oh, no, 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 no. You shouldn't ever oh, say that. Oh, that's
1: incredibly crass.
0: Yeah. What kind of friend do you have <laughs> who judges who you're ones. going out with? <laughs> Hilarious one. When it's me.
1: Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's not like he rides his bike masturbating and tries to break into grandmother's houses, <laughs> he says, trying to remind you that that's coming up. All right. Oh, and more importantly, we ought to play another clip of our great uh, Laura
3: Logan podcast, all on the way. Yeah, I'm Marshall Phillips. I'm and Getty. Show the conscience of the nation, ringing the bell.
2: I wouldn't
0: mind. Boy, that was a clash in uh, tones there. Um, I wouldn't mind hearing. Same K. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind hearing your theories on why everybody thinks they can do better than they can. It's just it's an interesting phenomenon that I think has a lot to do with modern singleness. Our text line's four one five two nine five KFTC. people with um, theories on why everybody thinks they can do better than they can in the dating world in the modern era. Maybe we'll get to that in the award-winning fourth hour.
1: Oh, and if you don't get the award-winning fourth hour, grab the podcast, wherever podcasts are sold. Speaking of which, we're uh, trying very hard. We're really efforting doing long-form podcasts with great guests on a, uh,
0: a regular basis. We did one, it went great, and so then far, weeks went by. So far, regular means once every three months. Which is so us. <laughs> <clears throat> a little like discouraging.
2: Four or five a year, this yeah, is great.
0: It's our brand. Trying to scrub the stripes off a of
1: zebra, really. Trying to get us to do this, you know, anyway. Um, but we, we did one, we recorded one yesterday with Laura Logan of CBS News. It went absolutely fabulously. Uh, she said a bunch of things very frank. Um, as she makes clear a couple of times during the podcast, she's not a political creature. She just says it like it is. For instance, uh, and we're looking for cut 13 here, uh, Mike, um, uh, in answer to a question about uh, the nature of, of Islam and whether religion has to has anything to do with a lot of the violence in uh, Muslim countries.
4: People have experienced always, all over the earth, that religion and God are very powerful recruiting tools. And they're very powerful tools so f- the first thing that you should know, though, is that Islamic terrorists and jihadists and converts and that, who I have met over the years, many of them, they've all corrected me when I've said Islam is a religion. They all tell me that Islam is a civilization. It's not a religion. And that part of our problem is that we look at it as a religion. And so that's a very interesting shift in your in your perspective when you approach these things. You know, and what a civilization does is it prescribes rules for every part of your life so it's it's an instrument of enormous control and i guess the way i best answer the question to people is i say show me an islamic country where you believe your children will have a better way of life than the one they do here
0: which is a heck of a thing to say you're not supposed to say that by the way right
1: even though it's clearly true uh she also said something quite um plainly true yet controversial in the modern world in my opinion about the uh immigration crisis do we have time for i think we barely have time for clip number 11 the uh the refugee crisis in europe
4: and when you look at the indicators look at switzerland switzerland banned minarets the minarets of mosques from their landscape right because that doesn't fit the image, the traditional image of what it means to be Swiss, what what defines Switzerland. And many years ago, when I was living in London, I remember that uh, curry replaced fish and chips as the national dish in England, and there was an outcry. I mean, you know, it really got had a, a real um, reaction amongst the British people because curry became the national dish because more British people were choosing to eat curry on a daily basis than fish and chips, right? I mean, that became the most popular meal to have. And it, But what it did was demonstrate to British people how, over time, their culture was changing. The difference is that when Indian people were uh, emigrating to the UK, um, they were, you know, typically there's a, a high degree of assimilation. People hold on to their cultures and their traditions and... And that kind of thing. But there was never any question about becoming British. And redefining what it means to be British was is part of that. But at the end of the day, it was still not seen as an assault on British culture. Fast forward to Belgium and the last few elections in Brussels, the capital. There have been several districts of Belgium, including the district where the Paris um, terrorist attackers came from, where there have only been Islamic candidates in local elections. And these candidates um, have all campaigned on a basis of replacing Belgian law with Sharia law, but also separating public and private spaces, right? So that in public, men and women could not be in the same spaces, separating the education system. So boys and girls don't go to school together. Well, now you're talking about a very dramatic change to traditional Belgian Flemish culture. And... Even, you know, going to Germany today, all over Germany, even when you land in the airport, there are prayer rooms, you know, for uh, and, the, and the, the picture, the little sign depicts, and it's an Islamic um, prayer sign, the ones that I saw. Um, and you wouldn't have seen that in Germany, I don't know, 20 years ago? I'm not exactly sure. So those, those do represent a significant cultural shift. And, um, I mean, that's why a number of European countries have started to restrict Put restrictions on immigration because they're looking at these questions. The U.S. doesn't face those questions yet.
1: Yet being the key word. Yeah, and in the podcast I make the point some of those changes are fairly trivial and just the sort of thing that happens as uh, uh, immigration patterns change. But some of it are fundamental changes to the most cherished aspect of a
0: culture. Even if it's not, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Um, even if it's not important. Why would you as a Brit want curry to replace fish and chips? Why would you as a German want this music to replace the polka? Why would you want that if it's been your heritage? Right. Polkas suck, but that's a bad example. I do love a good polka.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, we're going to do a lot more on this topic in the days to come. Long and short, the guy's masturbating while riding his bike, chasing her granny into her house. She says, get away or I'll shoot you. He keeps yanking it. She shoots him.
0: Yeah, well, he had that coming. Oh, yeah. Uh, More on the way on the award-winning fourth hour on the Armstrong and Getty Show.